0: With you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What?
2: What? That boy ain't right. Okay, we're just in uh, different stages of our life. While Matt and Jack are trying to get their little people to stop swearing. (laughs) They're just
3: trying to survive. (laughs)
2: Mine are grown-up people that are uh, getting on with their lives and moving and doing exciting things. So uh, just recently, uh, as of yesterday actually, uh, our our daughter and her fiance, they're still just trying to get married, but that's another story. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that may be the hardest task of all.
2: Exactly. Uh, they've, they're have they they are moving on and they've purchased their first home together. I mean, I'm not officially purchased it. It's a long story, but anyway, at the end of the day, that's all coming together. Yeah. And uh, the first thing that they did is like, we need you guys to come with us to see it. And uh, our question this morning, is it weird or what to take your parents with you to purchase homes?
3: Yeah, home shopping with your
2: parents. Yeah, yeah. No as if you
3: don't live with them long enough.
2: Yeah, now Jack, when you uh, purchased your homes.
3: Yeah, we did. Uh, Bobby's parents took a walkthrough before we signed the final offer papers, as well as my my parents are divorced. So, but my mom and stepdad also took a walkthrough and they both gave us their blessing. So, I don't know. I don't know if we wanted to show them because we were excited or we wanted to be like, is this okay?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are we doing the like, right thing? What if they would have said, oh, I don't know. You want some know. validation from your parents. Yeah. Right? That's I, I think, think that's the thing.
3: I mean, they've got the years of experience. Obviously, they're both homeowners. So
2: yeah.
3: I want to say maybe we had li- we would have listened to them, but we were so in love with the house probably not. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's so adorable. Yeah. That Bailey and Renato. Yeah. Uh, you value your opinion. Yeah, And then Bob and Jack and your parents. Yeah. You yeah. Oh, it's a big in. purchase. Guys, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Why? This is your house, not their house. You bring your parents in to just sh- do the what the Bob and Jack did is like, hey, look, we're gonna get this house. Oh, well, you know, Dad, he's gonna go in there. He's not gonna be like, this is wonderful. He's gonna be like, wow, the studs are too far apart. <laughs> <laughs> the roof needs work. Have you seen the eavesdrops?
2: Like, who needs a home inspector when Dad comes? Exactly.
1: That's it's true. Just, okay. Sometimes Mom and Dad are just gonna make a good situation worse. Yeah. Right. Okay. You're gonna love a house. And you're going to want to get it. Next thing you know, your parents are going to go in this house and they're going to poo-poo everything.
3: But maybe they know better, Matt.
1: Have you met my parents? (laughs) Yes.
2: Yeah, my mom does know better. (laughs) So you didn't bring your mom, obviously.
1: Well, I showed her pictures and she said, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Right? This is our house. This is your decision. This isn't their decision. This is your huge investment, unless you're like us and you get some money from <laughs> <Yeah>. your parents.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. If they, What if they're involved? What if they've got a financial right. interest then in Then I this? think
1: that's different. Yeah, yeah
2: 100%. Yeah. All right.
1: As your bankers, they should have to <laughs> go through a walkthrough.
2: Okay. 780421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. Is it weird or what to involve your parents when you go and look at a home and maybe even ask for their, you know, opinion? You know? Sometimes you don't even have to ask for it. They'll give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Huh? Is it weird or what to involve your uh parents? In purchasing a home, like getting them there for the first time you see it or maybe the last time you see it before, like Jack said, uh, let them kind of get one final look at it before you you commit to 35 or 40 years of a mortgage. Um, (laughs) What do you think?
3: This text at 103.939, this is not weird. It is the biggest purchase of your life. Ask for help and input from friends and family with experience. Hmm. This text says, I made it simple. It comes from JJ. I just bought my parents' house.
1: Okay. But so you that, have to kick mom and dad out when you go through the walkthrough.
2: That yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. That works out well. It's, and this, yeah.
3: this text says, I absolutely agree. And typically, they know what to look for and take into consideration. Sometimes when someone is buying a house, they can't see the forest for the trees.
1: That's yeah. fair. And if you have reasonable parents, I guess.
2: Well, especially when you're young and it's your maybe your first house, all you can see is just getting on with your life, right? And, and so sometimes you don't necessarily... Um, see the issues, like the new shingles that are required, or the deck, or whatever else. Yeah, that'll
1: be fine. The giant foundation
2: crack. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Alright.
1: Chris, um,
2: Yeah. um,
1: would you have wanted to see the house, even if they didn't ask you?
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. As a parent, you would.
3: Are you kidding me? Of course. I don't know if he did this for you, Matt, but when Bobby and I bought our house, Chris was like in the neighborhood and just stopped by like the first week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's kind of true. I did see him rolling by. Yeah. Like, slowly. <laughs> then he had a mustache on the second everybody. time he went.
2: <laughs> what about you, Martin?
4: I don't think it's weird. No? I don't think it's weird at all. Um, what I do think is weird is when my mother asks me for help on helping her pick out her house. Uh,
2: Okay, so the rules have been reversed.
4: So she um, yeah, she was buying a condo out in Victoria, and she couldn't figure out which one she wanted. It was, do I go this way or that way? So we ended up going there and walking through both of them and helping her pick which one.
1: That's okay. a good thing, though, because you get to decide what kind of mortgage she has which <laughs> oh, Then yeah. goes towards well, your inheritance. So if she gets a one-bedroom... I'm
4: affecting my investment.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
2: Well, judging by the response so far, uh, you know, is it weird to involve your parents in the purchase of your home? Uh, Matt, what did you just say off air? I think I
1: need to apologize to my mother for not bringing her to the house we bought. Yeah. I didn't. It sounds like everybody's like, it's just a good decision. Another said, "I." somebody who's not, like, like that one texture said, can see the forest through the trees.
0: Yeah.
3: Yes. And actually your mom could have been a big help to you. Cause I think she would have helped like this text here. I have bought four houses and my parents were involved in three out of the four. I think it's great as my mom actually did the negotiating on the price for me.
1: Yes. Your
3: mom would have been good at that, Matt.
1: Oh, I do think we paid 50,000 more than we <laughs> should have.
4: <laughs>
1: I don't regret it at all. <laughs>
2: but what about you?
4: No, I don't think it is because your the parents have experience with houses And when your kids go to buy a house, when you go in, with your set of eyes, you're looking at going, what am I going to have to fix when they move in?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Oh,
3: that's
4: true. Yes. How is this going to
2: become my problem? Mm -hmm. Exactly. My
4: daughter and son-in-law, they looked at a house. It was going to be a money pit. We told them, don't do it. His parents thought, oh, it'll be great. You know, do the renovations. Yeah. Who would be doing the renovations? Not them. Me. (laughs) No. Parents need to have an input because it's going to
1: be yeah.
2: there
1: problem eventually yeah 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 I as have. contractor slash daddy you
2: have uh, <laughs> <laughs> you exactly. have a point what that boy ain't right huh? is it weird to involve your parents in your purchase of a home in regards to them coming and checking it out with you like we did with uh, our daughter and her fiance uh, for example before they made any decisions um yeah we're wondering about you this morning
3: a text at one zero three nine three nine parents I barely included my husband. I only took him <laughs> to see the offers that, or the, to see the houses rather that we put offers on. I went to twenty showings, and he did three. Okay, <laughs> that 20. almost
1: seems like a great idea. 20, yeah, you
3: would say that. <laughs> twenty
2: showings. Wow.
3: Yeah, I would say that. You yeah, would look for at least twenty homes.
2: Twenty homes. Yeah. Go through twenty homes.
3: Easily.
1: Come on. Chris had is the $100 he used to buy his home in 1981, <laughs> burning a hole in his pocket. I I, right. I would
2: say that that would be extremely abnormal to go through 20 homes before you purchased one. Let's
1: put a pin in this. How many homes you look at? We talked about this. 20 is, I would say.
3: I think that's average.
2: Uh, that's excessive.
1: We didn't see 20. How many did you see, Jack?
3: We saw 20. We saw probably 20 homes.
2: You went through 20 homes?
3: Yeah, you guys. That's only like five houses for a
1: week. You worked your poor realtor to the bone. <laughs> Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back on, right, on. Track here. That's no, I kind of did it, but anyway, uh, yeah. Is it weird or what?
4: Matt, you're really off on this story. But parents, kids ask their parents for ideas on everything. Why wouldn't they on their biggest purchase
1: ever? My two year old is just telling me to beat it all the time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did he ask you to inspect his playhouse? <laughs> we got
4: Unfortunately,
1: I had to. <laughs> yeah. yeah
4: youngest son picked kids, they couldn't decide between two houses, and when my husband and I went to them, we said, that one has a better kitchen, that just holds more money, and it was around the same price, so they actually went with the one that
0: yeah.
4: everybody said, that's the one you should get. My husband also looked into yeah, the other one didn't have Good weeping tile.
2: So. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, such
3: boring yeah. things to think about. Yeah, weeping right. tile.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: boring until the spring when your basement starts
2: to flood. Oh, oh no, right. square footage. <laughs> kissing good morning. Hey, what's going on? We're just doing our hey. thing. How are you? Good, not bad. I don't think
4: it's weird at all. I think it's the smartest thing you can do if your parents are capable. So I got a a small story. So the house that we bought was a foreclosure. And my wife and I, no idea about home renovation. Her parents, they own a a significant amount of rental properties, all of which they've renovated. Right. They walk through the house with us and they're like, hey, this is going to cost you this, this is going to cost you this, this is going to need to be done in a year, this needs to be done in a year. So we got the global perspective of experience when we went to negotiate on the foreclosure price. We're we're able to say, hey, look, but we have to do all this. And it helped us tremendously in the negotiation. So if you have no ego and you just let intelligent people go to work, (laughs) if those are your your in-laws, let it fly. It's not weird. It's the smartest thing you
1: can do. Yeah, I mean, if you're walking through the house with Bob Vila, yeah. sure, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, like
4: if you I would say Mike Holmes. If you got Mike Holmes <laughs> as your father-in-law, like, yeah, you're bringing him to the house.
1: Mike Holmes you know? would be the biggest fun sponge to take through any
0: house.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I stand by that. <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast.
1: Man, I kind
3: of want to just to see if it can be as creepy
0: Yeah, it was pretty creepy yesterday It's a pillow
2: talk For your With chance her. to win No, I have feelings For your chance to win Oh, we know pillow from Sleep Country
1: <laughs> I got sexy feelings
3: today <laughs> Oh no
2: Okay, so okay. what happens here is Matt's going to do a little pillow talk version Of uh, a big country hit Be caller 10 at 780-421-1039 And identify the song And it'll be your chance to win Okay This, this music still works for you, Matt? Oh yeah Yes, Jack.
3: And we're doing the pillow talk because you get to win a pillow from Sleep Country Canada.
2: We forgot the (laughs) tie-in. No, I think I did say it. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. It's all right. Let's go.
1: Okay, here we go. Mm, I'm going to get my poop voice. Somebody put it yesterday. (laughs) Your poop voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm digging what you're doing. I'm trying to keep it cool, but you're making it hard. I'm wishing your arms were wrapping me up tight. You shine and you can't even help it. Your eyes could make the moon
0: jealous.
2: Yeah, that's enough.
1: I'm good. You sure you don't want one more line? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up there. <laughs> Flick the lights on.
2: <laughs> Flick the lights on. They've been on the whole time. 780-421-1039. What song was that?
0: You're listening to the Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, McKenna, can you identify that creepy song?
3: ballerini
2: yeah boy yeah boy yeah it
3: was good job <laughs> and so we're let's... sorry
1: quiet everybody i'm gonna do a couple more lines so let's put it <laughs> down in the drop top and burn a little black top
2: <laughs> with our new pillows <laughs> i'm sorry I, I i think you could probably file a complaint with hr there was but a texas great yeah we just to
1: get this text, allowing Matt to continue this will cost you listeners.
3: <laughs> <laughs> kind of agree.
0: <laughs> hey, McKenna, you've just won yourself a Sleep Country pillow.
3: Thank you, guys. Well done.
0: You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is like, you know, talk like a pirate day and blah, 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 blah day. They're my favorites,
2: Hey, eh, Matt?
1: I know. On a little <laughs> inside baseball, but I think they're radio hacky.
2: Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but Chris loves them. I just love them. I said it gives us an opportunity to talk about things we wouldn't talk about. For nope, example, yeah, that's true. did you know that today, May 12th is National Limerick Day? Ooh, Chris, can we do a limerick Ooh. off the cuff? Uh, can you do a is limerick Is
3: that the Matt? five line then?
2: Yeah. There once was a
1: girl named Jack. She had a big monkey on her back. <laughs> she went to the gym. What rhymes with Jim?
2: Tim. You see, to see Tim. And then she saw Tim. But they couldn't go because of COVID.
1: No. <laughs> well, Limerick's bit is out the door. <laughs> What's the other day? Right.
2: <laughs> National uh, Odometer Day. There you go. Oh, what a day.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God for National Odometer Day. <laughs> what would, what would we, we do without it? it?
2: Yeah, I mean. Speed. All right, National Nutty Fudge Day.
1: All right. Come on. <laughs> God, fudge day. This is big fudge trying to get us to eat more fudge.
2: Okay. Uh, this one's a serious one. National fibromyalgia day. Okay. Uh, sure can't make fun day. Of that. Don't no. make fun of that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> national receptionist day.
1: Ooh. Well, I thought that we've literally missed the boat the, twice. Prior. I think that's the
2: difference between that and administrative professionals, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and, and, uh, national, uh, nurse day. Okay. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah, It's
3: Nurses Week, too. Exactly.
2: You really buried the lead there. <laughs> <laughs> what about National Odometer Day? Oh. Seriously, what would we do without our odometers? How would you know how many miles were on your vehicle that you were purchasing? Unless they've, of course, spun back the odometer, which is another story for another day. Can't do
1: that anymore on new vehicles, by the way. No. no how I do you know? So. I, Google it. I don't know. Probably not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, celebrate those
0: days, okay? Okay.
2: I think it's important.
3: I'm going to Cabela's. Nutty Fudge Day. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Kiss Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're looking ahead. We got to keep looking ahead, mm-hmm. not looking behind or looking at the
2: current situation. We're just saying when things open up and uh, the world returns to normal. Okay. So that first day that uh, it's just like, yeah, you can go on and live your life like you normally did in the past. Would you rather visit family and hang out like you did in the olden days or travel like you did in the olden days i know there's still people getting on planes and stuff like that but i mean travel travel like go on like for
3: leisure not non-essential go on going on you've
2: got a quarantine in Watuco when you get there going on a vacay yeah okay what would you rather do jack
3: this is so simple i'm traveling bye like meet me there family bye (laughs) no no that doesn't you can't just
2: have
1: them come
3: (laughs) i miss travel so much and i didn't do a lot of travel beforehand, but right. what little I had has definitely been taken away. I miss those Thanksgiving trips, those weekend trips to Kelowna, to Vancouver. Like How ugh.
1: exotic.
3: <laughs> I know. I know. Like I said, I wasn't going on to many places beforehand, but right. I just, just to get on a plane. Oh, it's going to be so
1: nice. All right.
2: I'm interested in uh, Matt's view on this. I love traveling. Yeah.
1: But I guess this pandemic has given me Stockholm syndrome for my family. Really? I do want to see my family. Yeah. You know, you have a distance visit with your parents. It's just not the same, right? No. Yeah. I want to see my mom. I even want to see my bug doctor in-laws. Really? they are wacky. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but they're fun people. They make great food. And they love crushing wine. So it sounds like I want <laughs> to Record see them. this. <laughs> they're, they're weird, but they're wonderful. I mean, travel can only give you so much, right? Exactly. Family can fill
2: you up. If I Chris, say- if
1: you don't say family, oh, I'm going to punch your, you off this radio station.
3: Your family is going to come hunt you down. No, you no, no. I'm going to
2: say family, and and that's even the fact that I, you know, haven't been to Disneyland for well over a year. <laughs> Must be nice. But man, oh yeah, no, no. I just. You know, we used to have, like, you guys would laugh because you go, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, birthday party, birthday party, That's true. birthday you party. You were the
3: busiest.
2: Birthday party. Uh, you know, and you just go, how many birthday parties can you have in February? About 19. You'd rip and rip on rip and your family off air, but you yeah. love going. I love going. I love <laughs> February going. February
3: only has 28 days, but somehow you have 50 <laughs> birthdays.
2: <laughs> I'd say family. I'd say family in my case, but uh, yeah, what about you? text us at 103939 or call us at 7804211039 when things open up would you rather go on that first travel vacation
0: or actually get together with family you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast would you rather once things open up completely would you make
2: that first vacation that trip somewhere that you've just been itching to go or would you rather just hang out with family and friends and just be normal that way? Which one would you choose?
3: A Crystal in Canmore, te- Ka- Calmar, rather, text in and says, I'm going to throw a family dinner as soon as this is over. We're going to make up for all of those missed holiday dinners.
1: Ooh. Gonna get after it. Mm -hmm.
3: Although this text says, I have my bags packed for when things open up. Take me away. Sorry, mom.
1: (laughs) There's a definite line on the text uh, about people who like their family and don't like their families. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, my family's insane. I'm going travel. That is
3: exactly what that text said. Uh, This person says, family, hands down. I'm missing my brothers, my mom, and my sisters. Next text, I'm with Jack. Travel, travel, travel. I miss Mexico, Jamaica, and all of the Caribbean.
2: Yeah. We just got a call from James who said, uh, you know what? As much as he loves his family, he says he feels like they've been able to stay in touch uh, because of uh, technology and FaceTime and things like that. So it's not the same FaceTiming a beach. You know what I'm exactly. saying?
3: Exactly. So,
2: yeah, he says no disrespect to family. He just can't wait to travel. So there you go. Awesome. Uh, what about you? You can text us at 103939 or, again, call us seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine.
0: You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
2: Okay, we found out uh, last night the Oilers are officially going to be playing the Winnipeg Jets at some point early next week in the Stanley Cup playoffs, the first round, which is pretty awesome. And uh, the Oilers have uh, had a great season. They finished second uh, in the North Division of all the Canadian teams. And uh, one guy in particular has had an unbelievable season. And that would be a guy named Connor McDavid. Ever heard ba- of him? Even Jack knows about Connor I McDavid. I do. And you remember a number of years ago uh, when uh, they first officially uh, signed him and he came into town for that day, we actually uh, uh, changed the name of the radio station at McDavid FM.
3: Yeah, and I it, thought that was overkill.
2: Yeah, but it wasn't.
3: But no, I guess he's pretty good.
2: Chris just wants to brag about how this is his idea. Yeah. And he tells our
1: bosses all the time.
2: Well, that's because our boss is like, he, and one of our bosses anyway, he's not familiar with hockey really. And he's like, really? And I'm like, trust me, this guy is like the next Wayne Gretzky.
1: And like Chris is the only one to realize. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: be back
2: then no he
1: wasn't <laughs> I mean we went to his first practice as a rookie yeah and he literally did nothing in the practice and the place was filled
2: <laughs> Oh. it was a big deal so anyway Connor McDavid I think uh, most know that he hit 100 points on the weekend uh, scoring four points in in the in the game and and he now has a 102 and and how good is that compared to the rest of the league well you know what the next guy in points next to Connor's 102 would be his line mate or teammate, anyway, Leon Dreisaitl's got 81. So that's 21 more points that he's got over him, which is pretty, you know, it's a big stretch between one and and the next player that's got points. Oh, yeah, that's huge. But the thing that blows our minds about this thing, how good has Connor McDavid been in the last 15 games? In the last 15 games, he's got 38 points, okay? And with 38 points, Jack, try to wrap your brain around Mm -hmm. this, he would be leading Scoring for the entire year for teams like Anaheim, Detroit, Nashville, New Jersey, and Ottawa. So in 15 games, he's gotten more points than their leading scorer's gotten in the entire 56 that they've played. Does that mean anything to you?
3: Kind of. Like, I I feel like it's impressive.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: Very. <laughs> in 15, 15 games, he's outscored the entire team. No, understand teams.
3: the 15 games. You guys keep saying that. <laughs> That's the impressive <laughs> bit. <laughs>
2: She's not that impressed. I
3: don't know. Q Shania. <laughs> <laughs> I hey. mean, yeah, I do know it's a big deal. I just don't place that much value in it.
1: Okay. Well, you should. <laughs> Figure out your
2: priorities, girl. <laughs> yeah, let's straighten her out. <laughs> anyway. Do you
3: have anything else?
2: That's, you know, that's, that's it. That's all that, you need. That's the mic drop. Jack. That's a mic drop. Jack picked it up and threw
0: it at your face. I
3: don't know <laughs> if I would really drop the mic over that. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the in Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Got talking randomly
2: and accidentally about glasses yesterday and how you broke your glasses. Like you spent way too much money on uh, uh, these fancy sunglasses and uh, you end up, nobody ever says, well, I had those fancy sunglasses for 10 years. They always somehow get broken.
3: Yeah, that's what Matt was saying yesterday. If you buy a pair of nice sunglasses, you spend a little bit of money on them. It never ends well.
1: You always hear about the person that's like, well, I got these new Ray-Bans. They only cost me 300 bucks. No big deal. And the next thing you know, they're at the bottom of the lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody stepped <laughs> on them. Every time. You take them to Big Valley. It's like, I got them just in time for Big Valley. Thursday night kickoff <laughs> party trampled. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way she goes. Even even spectacles get destroyed all the time. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So how'd you break your glasses? What's the strange and unusual way your glasses have gotten broken, Jack? I forgot, but you wear contacts every day, but yeah. you, you, you are a glasses person, uh, you know, sometimes. Anyway. I love
3: sunglasses. I'm yeah. always wearing sunglasses, but I have learned my lesson many times not to spend a lot of money on them. And it figures the $10 ones last me years. I spent $400 on a pair of <laughs> Tiffany sunglasses. Yeah. Didn't even last me a month. Twice. <laughs> One time I lost them in Mexico and then I rebought them and then they flew off my head of the Jeep. This is awful. This is not an endorsement for Jeep. So I was driving and they flew off my head and then I went back to try and find them and I could not find them.
1: They You're flew- like,
2: I'm gonna take a selfie, I'm just gonna pop my head above the windscreen whoosh <laughs> <laughs> while driving. They, they flew, yeah, they flew off your head while driving. And I don't you, know, and the you, roof you, was off. And you thought you were gonna go back and find them. I guess, yeah. 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 I thought it was doable. Just like it, it was not I
3: feel like <laughs> <laughs> the MC should come in and be like she did not find them and
2: like, <laughs>
1: Jack in Mexico doesn't stay sober so you should you should have who er- does everything tattoo <laughs> true, <Who does>?
2: true. <laughs> true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, everything literally should be on a leash for me. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You should have those little strings right on the, on the ends of the yeah. yeah Lesson learned. Ten dollars sunglasses. Okay, how'd you break your glasses? Uh, I had a really nice prescription pair of glasses. The when I took my tumble with my mountain bike last year, I toasted them and they he snapped her. Almost ripped my face off too because I was wearing them with my bike helmet on, and I I, I, I bit her right into the face. Right, so yeah, they got trashed that way. Yeah, Matt, you. Those glasses don't look like they're breakable. To be honest, I get it, the heavy duty ones. They're like welding goggles. So thanks. Yeah. Thick.
1: <laughs> I I, once bro- I broke a pair of glasses before. Oh, you have? Yeah. Uh, in a fit of passion, I threw them across a room. <laughs> Snapped.
2: Why would you throw your glasses?
1: I don't know. A I stupid was young you,
3: like, kid. Good passion or bad passion? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me.
0: You're listening to the Kiss Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. At 840,
2: asking the question, how'd you break your glasses?
3: Oh, lots of texts here. I am one of those people that think they will learn, but just really love jumping in the lake. You know what happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this part says, uh, somehow I haven't broken eyeglasses when air guitar headbanging and my glasses flew across the room. Not when I was falling asleep with them on, rolling in the sheets. I done a pair in that way.
1: hey Oh man! Wee wah wah wah!
3: And for the last five years, I've jumped into the lake with my glasses on. Five expensive pairs gone. Now I buy cheap. But my son broke his glasses by breaking them in half because I didn't feel like wearing them anymore.
2: Oh yes, the Classic old kid maneuver. My glasses are broken. Yeah, I can't wear How them. How do you
1: jump into a lake five times with expensive glasses on your head? <laughs> I give you one, two.
0: Anything Maybe after three. that? I don't know. No. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, census time. That's what's up. Uh, Jackie,
2: you were just talking off air about the fact that you got the long one, huh?
3: Yeah. Census, uh, I think they were due yesterday, but I was so excited. You know me, I love surveys. And yes, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to fill in. And in about half an hour, I was like, what? what am I doing? I was only 30% done. I got the long one. And yeah. it was so long. It took me an hour to finish it.
1: Can you recall? some of the more ridiculous questions. They
3: wanted to know everything from like my parents' heritage background and then even to like my working, where I worked, how many hours, how many kilometers work was from my house, like right.
1: what's and- your cup size? How many BMs <laughs> you have in a day?
3: I would have preferred that. That's stuff I know. <laughs> <laughs> It was obnoxiously long. Are you
1: really attracted to your wife? You serious?
3: <laughs> I feel like that was the next questions that were coming. And they said, do you have any comments about this? And I, the most positive person, and I love everything, wrote, this was so long. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: It comes every four years. It does? Oh, yeah. Something yeah. like that,
2: anyway. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> oh, you didn't get the long one. You don't even know if you got the long one. Let's face My it. My
1: wife did it. Much like Jack, she was very excited. I, I did hear her asking me, about heritage questions so i was like oh, i guess maybe Maybe got she the got one. the long one too she would have liked it yeah first <laughs> long thing she got in her life
3: <laughs> i believe it
2: <laughs> hey thanks for listening to the chris jack and matt podcast if people want to find out more about jack where do they got to go
3: you can go at kissin underscore jack j-a-c-k on twitter
2: what about you matt i'm matt d builder on twitter